Good morning and happy Tuesday. You are here with me, Jermaine Jackson, as we are preparing to go into another uh, biblical teaching lesson here on the Testimonial Tuesday by way of the New Beginnings podcast with Jay Jackson. Please don't forget, you can stream, follow, subscribe to the New Beginnings podcast with Jay Jackson on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you can follow right here on my Facebook under the name Jermaine Jackson. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. So I just want to give God praise for another morning. I want to give God praise for each and every one of you that's going to be a part of this live feed. You may watch it on replay. Don't forget to share this video if you believe that this word can bless somebody else. Our teaching on today is about Jesus Christ, that Jesus is the good news. We're going to be in the book of Mark the 16th chapter and the 15th verse. Amen. I thank God that the spirit and the move of evangelism is strong within the land. I believe we are at a pivotal time in this life, in this world, where we need to tell somebody about Jesus, where we need to let people know that the good news is Jesus Christ and that we need to spread the gospel everywhere that we go. And we're going to talk about that when we talk about taking the gospel into all of the world. So let's come in with a quick word of prayer. Amen. Father, I praise you. I magnify you. I give you the glory. I give you the honor, the praise. Lord, I lift your name up from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. It is the name of the Lord that is worthy to be praised. And Father, I just thank you for giving us the strength to rise on this morning. I thank you, oh God, for blessing us to be within our right minds, for touching our hearts, for touching our minds. Hallelujah. Father, for your will being done in our lives. And I give you all of the praise, all of the honor, oh God. And I give you all of the glory for your worthy to be praised and to be magnified. And Lord, as I come before this throne of grace, Hallelujah. Father, I come before you even asking for forgiveness, Lord. For Father, in your word, it says, if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, Father, I'm asking that you would cleanse me afresh. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your shed blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for my sins. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy on today. Father, I ask that you would create in me a clean heart and renew within me the right spirit. Lord, take not. Hey, thank you, Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit for me. I give you all the praise and the honor and the glory. I thank you for being God. I thank you for being wonderful and powerful, mighty and awesome. Hallelujah. Father, look over those that are watching on today, those that will tune into this podcast, to this message, oh God, to this teaching. Cover their minds, their families, their homes, oh God. Touch those that are sick and afflicted, oh God. Comfort those that are in the midst of suffering from loss and grief, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, let's, I pray for this world system, oh God. Look over the nations, God. Look over this world. I pray for the peace of Israel right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I just give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for being faithful. Thank you for being God. Thank you for being mighty. And I give your name, the glory, the honor, the praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Once again. I want to welcome you into this session of Testimonial Tuesday by way of the New Beginnings podcast with Jay Jackson. I truly give an honor to God who is the head of my life. I thank God for you finding me safe, sanctified, and filled with his precious Holy Ghost. Amen. I want to give an honor to my pastors, Pastor Latanya Menzies and Pastor Xavier Menzies of the Christian Family Worship Center located in Hammond, Indiana, 6532 Arizona Avenue. Won't you come on out and join me on a Sunday morning? Um, Sunday school begins at 9.30. Service begins at 10.15. 
would love to have you there as my special guest. You know, you can connect with me, um, Facebook Messenger. You can go to my Gmail if you see the little ticker going across the screen. Multiple ways that you can connect with me. And I want to know, how can I pray for you? Amen. If you've got some petitions before the Lord, if you want someone to stand in prayer with you, to stand in faith and believe God to work it out for you, I want to know how can I pray for you and how can I pray with you? Amen. So let's get into our lesson for today. Jesus is the good news. As I said, we're going to Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Preach the gospel. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Recently in our uh, Bible study at my church, we were in a series on evangelism. And evangelism is basically to proclaim the gospel, the good news, the glad tidings, the good news about Jesus Christ. What is it about Jesus Christ? Anytime you talk about Jesus' birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, the rapture, the second coming, anything about Jesus, his ministry, the words that he taught, the messages, the parables that he gave, his the, the, the signs and wonders he performed, opening blind eyes, opening the deaf ears, casting out demons, the forgiveness of sin. Anything about Jesus is the good news. And Jesus is all throughout the Bible. It's just not within the four Gospels of Mark, uh, Matthew, uh, Luke, and John. That is just not. If you look throughout the entire Bible, many of the Old Testament prophets spoke about the coming Messiah. The Old Testament is Jesus concealed. The New Testament is Jesus revealed. But Jesus gave the disciples, and this mandate that he gave, this what we describe as the Great Commission was just not for the disciples in that dispensation when Jesus appeared to them after his resurrection. This great commission, this mandate is for every blood-washed born believer. When you do Romans 10 and 9, you say you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, the Bible says that thou shalt be saved. You are now a disciple of Jesus Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. So we have a mandate to evangelize, to proclaim. When it says go ye into all the world and preach, we don't want to limit that scripture and look at it as, well, they're just talking about the men and women that preach in the church. Those that are standing up in the pulpit on Sunday mornings, those that are delivering a message, a sermon, that's who that scripture is for. When you look at the word preach, it means to proclaim something, to proclaim it, to project it, to shout it, to sound it out. We all have a responsibility, every believer. Good morning, mama. Every believer has a responsibility to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And sometimes you may feel like, well, no, Jermaine, I, I'm not an evangelist. I, I'm not one of those preachers. I'm, I'm not anointed. I'm, I haven't been given that gift to preach. But this commission is that go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, when we look at Ephesians 4, 11, where it says, and he gave some apostles, he gave some prophets. God bless you, Sister Cynthia. Good morning. He gave some evangelists. Yes, there are those that walk in the fivefold ministry where they have been anointed. They have been endowed and do with the power, the anointing to walk in these offices. Yes, but every believer has the ability to evangelize, to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
That's me. That's you. Anyone that believes in who Jesus Christ is, you have the ability to do it. Christ gave us, you both tell somebody about Jesus. Number one, tell somebody about what Jesus has done for you in your life. What has Christ done for you? Why do you believe? Are you ready to give your testimony? Do you have an up-to-date experience? And now, yes, many of us can tell our salvation experience. Whether we heard a word in church, we might have been in a revival. When God saved us, when God delivered us, when we heard the message of Jesus Christ, many of us believers, we're continuing to retell the story of Jesus Christ. Every time that we read the Bible, that we read the gospel, that we read from Genesis to Revelation, we're reading about Jesus. We continually read the story over. And the more that we read it, the more faith we gain, the more revelation we receive. Hallelujah. We continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So why would we not want to share the good news about Jesus Christ with someone? Sharing good news is always a blessing. Many of us share the good news about we get a promotion on our job. We share that good news. We'll tell people um, if we're, we close on our house, we get a new car. Uh, we talk about the birth of babies. We talk about family members being healed from sickness. And we will thank God. We will acknowledge God and say, Lord, we thank you for healing our, our family member that was sick, for healing our auntie. God, uh, this month is National Breast Cancer Month. We are remembering those. Many of us have family members that have survived, that made it. God healed them from cancer. They're in remission. We celebrate that. But do we have that same excitement when we talk about Jesus Christ? The Bible says, go ye into all the world. What is going to ye all the world? What is preaching the gospel? Are we taking every opportunity that we have to tell somebody about Jesus, about people see us going to church? They see us serving God, but do they truly understand why you serve God the way you do? Some of us know that if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? If we really tell our testimonies, we were down, we were out, we weren't fit to live. We were in some situations we didn't know how we were going to come out of them, but it was the grace of God. We heard the gospel. Somebody was proclaiming it. Somebody was teaching it. Somebody could have shared it with you. And the gospel caught your attention. The Bible says this in Romans 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Can I tell you that in the, that, that in the gospel there is power? It is the power of God. There is strength through the power of the Holy Ghost. That when someone hears the gospel, there is power in it unto salvation. The gospel is the only thing that can save you. Hallelujah. Can I tell you there's no other way to salvation but through Jesus Christ? That the message of the gospel is so powerful, it can change the consciousness of your mind. It can change your heart. That if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away, and behold, all things can be kept, will become new. The gospel is the only thing that has this power that you could have been living one way. Come on. Many of us remember how we were living before we declared Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And some of us have no desire. Most of us have no desire to go back to our old sinful lifestyle. Only the power of the gospel can change the consciousness of your mind, can remove the desire to sin, can remove the desire to do the things that we used to do. 
There is no other person, no other power, no other religion, no other thing that has the effect that the gospel of Jesus Christ has. So why would we not want to share the good news of the gospel when we understand how it has impacted our lives? I don't know about you, but I've been in situations and times in my life where I know if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I have many but God moments where I can look at experiences and situations in my life and all I can say is but God. It was not of Jermaine's power. I can't give the credit to my family. I can't give my credit to people that supported me. The only thing I can turn to is that it was the grace of God. It was the power of God. It was Jesus Christ. Can I tell you that Jesus is not, is not dead? That we serve a risen Savior? That Jesus is yet sitting on the right hand of God, serving as our advocate, as our mediator? Can I tell you that when Jesus died and his blood was shed, that was not the end of it? Some people think that Jesus had a great ministry. Jesus had powerful lessons. Jesus had words of wisdom. And there are those that think that Jesus is really dead, that his body was just removed from the tomb and we can't find his body. But I tell you, I believe what the Bible says. I serve a risen savior. He rose up with all power in his hand and that he is yet sitting on the right hand of the father, that Jesus is alive and well, and he intercedes for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I don't serve a God that's dead. Come on. I don't serve a savior. Jesus Christ is not dead. He is yet alive. I believe the message of the gospel. So the God, it says here in Mark 16 and 15, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I want to talk to the believer on today. I want you to hear me. Are you truly going out into all the world? Let's take the limits off of God. Let's take the limits off of our mind and let's stop thinking that all the world is simply, well, I went to church today and I heard the gospel in church. Or I went to a tent revival this summer when the weather was nice and warm and I heard the gospel. But where else are you carrying the gospel? Last week, I was in Food for Less, just shopping, you know, getting groceries for the family. And bumped into two men who had just little uh, cards with information to their church. One of these men was the pastor. He said, while we're in here just, you know, doing some things shopping, we're also doing the ministry. They were doing evangelism, just politely handing out the cards, letting people know where their church is at. And we had a conversation just talking about God, talking about the goodness of the Lord. But go ye into all the world. You telling me, Jermaine, that while I'm picking up my head of lettuce? I can tell somebody about Jesus. Yes, you can. It ain't just about invite. There may be some people who need to hear the gospel. They may not come to your church. They may not come to your tent revival, but they need to hear about Jesus Christ. And God may allow you to go to Food for Less. You may go to Walmart. You may go to Target. You may go to Home Depot or Menards and think you're just shopping, but God sent you there on a certain day, a certain time, and you may bump into somebody and have a conversation and have a, an opening, a brief moment to share your faith in Jesus Christ with them. The Bible says, go ye to all the world. Many of us are going to work today, and I know what they say on the job. It's not appropriate to talk about this, but they talk about so many other religions, so many other faiths. So why can't I talk about Jesus Christ? While we're sitting there at the water cooler, some people are going to be talking about the Monday night football game. Some people are going to be talking about love and hip hop Atlanta by the water cooler. They're going to be talking about everything else at work. And I have a saying, Jesus is appropriate for every conversation. You just got to be willing to let him in. 
Now, I'm not saying you got to go and shout it to the top of your lungs. No, but we got to know where we are. That just because I'm at work, that don't mean I can't share my faith, my experience with who Jesus Christ is. Didn't the Bible say go into all the world? The world is just not the church you attend. The world is just not the tent revival when we're talking about evangelism. Evangelism can happen in any place. It's Remember, evangelism is the proclamation of the gospel. We're proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. What is the gospel? It's the good news. Anytime I talk about Jesus, that is good news. There's a lot of good news in the world. We talked about it earlier in this teaching. But Jesus, anything about Jesus Christ, that's good news. Come on now. Let, let's keep going. You could be taking your car to get worked on today. You can't talk about Jesus Christ while you're getting your car worked on. Come on. You could be preparing for your vacation. It's a little cold where we live here in the Chicago land area. Maybe you're preparing to go to Mexico. Maybe you're preparing to go to Bahamas, Puerto Rico. It's one of those warmer climates. If you're one of those people that like to take a vacation in warm areas, excuse me, when it's cold out here. Are you going to talk to somebody about Jesus? You should wake up every day as the believer looking, anticipating to tell someone about Jesus. But, well, Jermaine, I got this going on. Life is busy. I got my kids. I got my husband. I got my wife. I got work. I got all this going on, trying to pay my bills, all this. We all have a busy life. But Jesus was never too busy to help somebody. Jesus came. I came to heal the brokenhearted. He has anointed me to preach the gospel. Come on. Jesus knew he was anointed. You have been anointed. You have been deputized by the Holy Ghost. He, Father, I give you praise. Father, I feel something stirring up. You have been deputized to tell somebody about Jesus. So that means every morning that we rise up, believer, we should be looking to tell somebody about Jesus. We should be looking for some way to share our experience with Jesus Christ. We should be looking for a reason to spread the gospel. Well, Jermaine, I, I'm not one that has the ability to go into all the world. I can't go to foreign countries. I can't go into the other nations. But you can share me your community. As you saying good morning to your neighbor, God bless you. Good morning. Amen. God surely is good. Open the door to the conversation. Don't be ashamed of your faith. Don't be ashamed of what Jesus Christ has done for you in your life. Go ye into all the world. Many of you are watching me here on the world wide web. Come on. When we talk about going into all the world, sometimes we limit our minds to the physical world, to those places we can access. We're talking about going to other nations and countries. And thank God for those missionaries, those apostles, those prophets that can go into all the different nations, those that go to Africa and Haiti and Asia, Australia, that go into the different continents. Even the pastor that I met at Food for Less, him and his wife were ministering in Alaska for 16 years. I've never met anybody that was preaching the gospel in Alaska, but God brought them back here. That's a blessing. But you all are listening to me right now on Facebook Live through a function called StreamYard on the World Wide Web. Can I tell you that social media is part of the world? Woo! 
When we were in the pandemic, many of us couldn't physically go into churches because of COVID, but we had to turn to social media. Many of our churches had to broadcast. God opened up the World Wide Web on a different level for the church to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Take the limits off. Let's not make excuses to God about the places we can't go, but where can we access? Where do we have access to where we can go into all the world? What's on your social media page? Are you spreading the gospel? Now, nothing's wrong with the pictures you put up. Nothing's wrong with posting about your family, your accomplishments. Like I said, that's good news. We share a lot of good things on social media. Some of us are able to keep in touch. Thank God for Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, give me some more. YouTube. All of this stuff. Uh, the X now that used to be Twitter. Thank God for these social media platforms. But what are you posting, believer? Huh? Are you posting about Jesus Christ? You got 100, 200 followers, 1,000 followers. I ain't mad at you doing your TikTok dance. I ain't mad at you putting up your funny meme. I see him. I laugh at him. But are you taking the time to intentionally, are you posting a daily scripture? Are you posting that maybe your church is having a prayer meeting? You may be the one speaking or teaching at an event. We record everything in this world. We, you, you see stuff that is recorded and put on social media. Some stuff don't need to be put up. But you may be the one teaching or speaking. Are you recording it and then posting it to your social media? Well, I just want to be humble. I don't want nobody to know about me. I, I'm just doing the will of God. But if you are proclaiming the gospel, if God has blessed you with an opportunity to speak and teach and declare his gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, why would you not post that? Well, I don't want people to see that side of me. That I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be recognized. Let's put us to the side, and let's be more focused on our assignment that God has given us. Why am I saying that? I used to be that person. Well, I don't want nobody to see when I preach or teach the gospel. I, I, I'm just regular old Jermaine. But didn't he say in Romans one and sixteen, "I am not ashamed." Are we ashamed that God is using us? <sighs> Thank you, God. Are we ashamed that God has anointed us, that God has called us to another level, that God just didn't save us and, and fill us up with the Holy Ghost, but God anointed us to walk in the office of teacher or pastor, or, or he, he blessed you to be an elder or a minister or a missionary or an evangelist? Come on. So every time I'm proclaiming the gospel, even if it's recorded, I will put clips up. It's not about me, but I want people to hear the gospel, the message of Jesus Christ. How many of us are inviting people to the church? I get on here every week, tell you the address of my church, the time. I don't know who's going to come, but I'm going to take every opportunity. When we had this evangelism teaching series at my church on our Wednesday night Bible study, it invigorated me. It energized me that I said, Lord, I share the gospel, but God, I can do better. I can do better. Maybe I can post more. Maybe I can talk to people more. Thank God for that pastor I talked to in Food for Less. We just shared the goodness of the gospel. Amen. It, it was a blessing. 
just to have that pamphlet in my hand. Because maybe somebody don't want to come to Hammond, Indiana. But I can share that pamphlet and say, hey, listen, if you're looking for a church to go to that's close in the area, you can start, start go stop by this church. We should never get in competition in the body of Christ where we feel like, well, if somebody can't come to my church and I don't want to deal with No, where else can you refer them? Are you willing to share the gospel to the point where you're saying, I'll go pick somebody up to go to church? Amen. I thank God for the size vehicles that I have. I have told people, if you need a ride to church, I have two SUVs. Got a, got a Dodge Durango and another smaller SUV, mid-size SUV. I said, I will come pick you up. I've told people that. If you want to visit my church, if you want a fellowship, I'll pick you up. If you say, well, my church is too far, I'll pick you up, save you the gas. Because I'm that insistent on you hearing the gospel. I want you to fellowship with me. Not just come to church just to be coming to church, but I believe there is a word of God that will change your life. Don't you know one word of God to change your life? Many of us that are on this live feed, many of us that will listen to this in replay, we remember when we heard the gospel and it changed our lives. Some of us heard the gospel since we was little children. We saw we had saved mothers and grandmothers that constantly talked to us about Jesus Christ. They constantly shared the gospel with us. And somewhere along our lives, we responded to that word, to where we gave our lives to Jesus Christ. Some of us have say we've been saved since we was little, that the gospel was preached. I'm one of them kids. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior at the age of 12. I'm 41 now. Yes, through life, teenager, young adult years, did I have my moments? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I thank God for where I'm at now. Thank God that I had a saved mother. Thank God I had a saved grandmother that constantly talked about Jesus Christ. I have no reason to be ashamed of the gospel because the gospel has been a part of my life since my since I was born. Since I was born. My, my mother told me I was saved when I had you. I dedicated you to God. Hallelujah. And I thank God for it. I'm not ashamed of it. But when we talk about going into all the world, as I bring this session of Testimonial Tuesday to a close, what is all the world? That's the corporate world. That's in our families. That's in our community. That's in social media. Anywhere we can access, the world is just not limited to this physical world. What I mean is like, we don't want to limit ourselves that we're just going to preach the gospel in our local community. I'm, I'm going to go to the, and that's all good. I'm not against that. But we got to extend ourselves. My pastor made a statement. He said, there's enough of us. Well, we should be able to take each take a territory, come on, and preach the gospel. Evangelism just isn't limited to preaching, but it may be you hand to somebody a quick pamphlet saying, hey, God bless you. Just wanted to share this information with you. And that pamphlet can have a message about Christ. It can have the information to your church. Some of you all, some of you that, that come on here have your own ministry. God has blessed you to not only be in your church, but he's blessed you to, to do outreach. While you're doing outreach, share that pamphlet. Sometimes evangelism comes through outreach, through food drives, through clothing drives, that we're servicing a need in the community, but we also, that opens the door for us to share a message about Jesus Christ. Christ. 
God will give you the intelligence and the information on how to share the message about him. But we got to take the limits off our mind of what we think. When we talk about evangelism sometimes, growing up as a young boy in the church, evangelism was, oh, it's summertime, it's springtime, the tent revival. These evangelists are going to come and preach. People are going to be saved and delivered off drugs and addiction. And it happens. But think about when we talk about Jesus said, go ye into all the world. When you look through the acts, the acts of the Holy Ghost, we see those apostles traveling from place to place, preaching the gospel, healing, delivering. Can I tell you that when we talk about evangelism, the Bible says that these signs shall follow them that believe. That signs and wonders, miracles are also a part of evangelism. That's a whole nother message. We might have to do a part two to this. But when we're talking about going into all of the world, the world has opened up now. There is so much access that we have through the world, especially through social media. As you hear this message today, and I want to hit social media one more time, what are you posting? What's in your story? You declare that I'm a child of God. Jesus Christ saved me. I, I know that God called me. We post a lot of stuff on social media, a lot of good stuff. I tell people all the time, people have asked me about my social media. You ain't going to find nothing crazy on my social media. I, I don't really try to post nothing negative. You know, I try to be positive. I try to be uplifted. I'm out of shame. Some people want to hide their social media. Like I've had my kids tell me, no, you you know, dad, you, you don't want to see my Instagram or my Snapchat, some, some stuff. You know, when you have older adult children, they don't want you to get into their social media. But I ain't ashamed about nothing I post because most of it is clean. It's about my family. It's about me celebrating my children. I try to share information, other positive things about other people. But you're going to see scriptures. You're going to see things like the New Beginnings podcast where I'm teaching and sharing the word of God. Our social media shows our lifestyle. Amen. Bless you, Pastor Holloway. What lifestyle are you living? Oh, 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 Jermaine, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to talk about you. But if we are believers and we've been given a mandate by Jesus Christ himself, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. More people tap into your social media, especially I may see more people on social media than I may see face to face. So what is my social media saying about my lifestyle? What are people looking at in my social media? And you hear people say, well, you can't judge folks off their social media. And I agree with you. Get to know people for real. Because people can put fake pages up. But for those of you that got up your real pages and your pages are authentic, it really is who you say you are. What are you posting? When we talk about going into all of the world. Is your social media an avenue for you to talk about Jesus? Are you declaring the goodness of God? Are you declaring the gospel on Facebook? Are you declaring the gospel on Instagram? Are you taking moments that sometimes when we comment on posts and stuff, are we sharing our faith in God? People will ask questions on social media, your friends, family about certain stuff. Are you taking a moment to share what God says? Some people ask things about the Bible. They're just trying to get information. We can't always get offended. 
Don't we know how, how we have to ought to answer every man? We got to be able to defend the gospel. Sometimes people get on social media with literal questions about the Bible. Do you take that minute to chime in to say what the word of God says? I used to be one of those people that when people would post certain things, asking questions, and I know what the Bible says, but I say, well, I, I don't want to say nothing. I don't want to be controversial. I don't want to argue. And some people post stuff just to start an argument, just to start a debate. But I started saying, God, give me the boldness that when I see friends and family post certain things, certain questions that I answer in accordance to your word, because that could be a, um, a segue for me to share the gospel. Somebody else might read that post. I've had people contact me on my messenger, on my DM. Hey, you, you commented this about the Bible. Can you talk more to me about that? I've had people message me. I've seen your podcast on Facebook. Can we connect as friends? I just want to hear more about the word. That's why I'm saying social media. When we talk about that's a world, social media is a literal world system. But how are we tapping in to spread the gospel message? Go ye into all the world. Every place that you go, don't think that, yes, have your fun, take your vacations, but always be mindful that while I'm here, there's an opportunity for me to share the gospel with somebody else. Sometimes it's just in your response. How you doing today? I'm blessed. Not the, you know, they try to mock people, say people always talk about they blessed and highly favored. But no, when I'm saying I'm blessed and highly favored because I know who I serve. God said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. All that I need, his hand has already provided. Even if I'm in the midst of a situation and things may not be the best, I'm going to say what the word of God says. So I'm not saying that as a cliche. I am blessed. I am highly favored because of the God I serve, because of who Jesus Christ is in my life. This is not a cliche. And people may label you, oh, they must go to church. Yes, I go to church. Because the Bible says to forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. This is who I am. I am a child of God. I'm the king's kid. So when I'm saying these certain uh, different cliches and things in the church, I'm saying it because I believe it. I walk in it. My identity. What did God say? What did he say in Genesis? Let's make man in our likeness and image. I'm made in the image of God. So when I'm saying certain things out my mouth, praise God, hallelujah. Oh, they deep. No, I'm not deep. You got people that say it can't be Jesus all the time. Why not? That's who I am. I'm a child of God. I'm not ashamed of who I am in Jesus Christ. So if you don't want this conversation, when Jesus sent the, the, the disciples out in Matthew, the 10th chapter to evangelize, he said, and those that won't receive the word, there are going to be people that don't want the message. They don't want the gospel. Jesus says, shake the dust off your feet. And there's going to be a testimony against them. There are going to be people that do not want to hear about God. I have talked to people. Hey, man, hey, bless you. I don't want to hear about that today. God bless you, sir. You have a great day. I'll be praying for you. I don't get offended. Because everybody didn't want to hear Jesus. Jesus was rejected. Jesus was despised. Everybody didn't want to hear what Jesus was talking about. You can't get upset when people don't accept the gospel. Don't you get discouraged. Don't you get low in faith. You keep pressing. You keep moving forward. Because you're going to encounter someone along the way. 
as you're carrying the gospel into all of the world, somebody will listen. Somebody will hear you. Somebody will hear what you say. They're going to be saved. They're going to be delivered. They're going to be healed. They're going to be set free. Remember, these signs follow them that believe. There are people that I have worked with in my past that have seen the Christ in me. One quick testimony. A lady on my job, just being around me, saw that I was a man of God, that I believed in Jesus Christ. Granddaughter got sick. Was The lady wasn't even at work. Called my phone. She said, find Jermaine. Got me on somebody. She said, I need you to pray for my granddaughter because you a man of God. Over the phone at work where it seems unconventional to pray. People could have reported me. I could have lost my job. But I had to be, I was called on to pray the prayer of faith. And that lady's granddaughter was healed. Whatever the situation was, she was healed. But that co-worker saw enough God in me to call me on her day off to say, you pray for my granddaughter because of the man of God I see that you are. Amen. Praise God. That's the response Woo! that we should be getting in the world, that people should recognize who you are in God, who you are in Jesus Christ. And when they get in a crisis, they know who to call on to pray because they'll look at you and say that I know if you pray, because of the God that you serve, because of your faith in Jesus Christ, I know that God's going to heal. I know that God's going to deliver. And I know that God's going to bring me out. My God, Lord, I give you praise. When we start preaching the gospel, that's how the world's supposed to respond. People supposed to come looking for us. What must I do to be saved? And I'm coming to you because I've looked at your life. I see how you walk. I see how you speak. I see the blessings of God. I've seen you go through some things, but you maintained your integrity with God. Whoo, God, I give you praise. Y'all don't even know how excited I am on the other side of this screen. But that's the way the world should be responding to us. Amen. As you preach the gospel, are we going to go through some things? Absolutely. Read the Bible. Many of the prophets, the apostles, even Jesus Christ, they suffer some things. That's a part of this. Don't get upset with God when you go through for proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. It comes with the territory. As Christ suffered in the flesh, it said to arm yourselves likewise. But the sufferings of this present time, yee! are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. Come on. Can I tell you there's going to be glory after this? My God, I feel like I'm going into a whole nother message. But I just came to tell you, let me cut this off. The Bible says, Mark 16 and 15, Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I speak to you, believer, child of God, you have an assignment. If you don't think you got no other assignment to proclaim the gospel, it ain't based off if you walk it in the fivefold ministry, it ain't based off your license, it ain't based off your certificate you have. But because you are a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ, your first assignment that came from Jesus Christ, whether you went to seminary school, whether you sat and studied, it doesn't matter. When you became a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ, when you took up your cross and followed him, one of your first assignments that came from Jesus that was given to every believer 
is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That don't take a license. It don't take you going to seminary school. It, it don't take somebody affirming you or none of that. That's to every believer. And I'm not speaking against that. Thank God for every office. Thank God for the anointing. Thank God for the advancement. Thank God for making our call and our election sure. Hallelujah. Thank God for it. But every believer, every follower of Jesus Christ can evangelize, can proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this word on today. I thank you for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thank you for your son. I thank you for his birth, his life his death, his resurrection. I thank you for the rapture, oh God. Hallelujah. The second coming of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that every believer would be strengthened today, God, that we truly will go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, that we will proclaim the good news, the good tidings, the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. Father, everywhere that we go, whether it be our jobs, the grocery store, walking around in our community, oh God, on social media, let our life speak that we are followers of Jesus Christ. Father, just continue to strengthen us, encourage the one that feels insignificant, oh God, that wants to take their salvation, oh God, and just say, well, maybe that's not my calling. But Father, this is a mandate. This is something that has been placed upon every believer, oh God. Let us not walk around in shame and embarrassment for what you've done for us, oh God. Many of us have powerful testimonies, God, of what you brought us out of, what you delivered us from, oh God. And just the sharing of our testimony, God, souls will be saved, delivered. The captive will be set free, oh God, because we will come with our testimony and people will begin to believe, well, if he did it for them, then I know that God can do it for me. So, Father, let us never be ashamed of your gospel, Lord, but I pray that a fire would be ignited, Lord, in your people that we will go forth into this world and carry the gospel like never before in this last and evil day. Hallelujah. Too many souls are being lost to sin. Ooh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, no, 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 I say. Father, we're very much in the last days, oh God. Yeah, Father, the Bible, yeah, it's coming to pass, God. Yeah, no, 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 I say. And Father, the four corners of the earth, Lord, need to hear the gospel, oh Lord. Father, there's places we can't go physically, oh God, but this worldwide web is open to the entire world and it can reach places that we physically can't go. So, Father, as we post, as we talk live, as we do things, oh Lord, let us be mindful to talk about the gospel, to talk about Jesus Christ, oh Lord. Thank you for the things that we share that are good things, that are things that can encourage people, oh God. But let us be mindful to always put something about the gospel, Lord, that souls may be saved, delivered, and the captive may be set free. Father, I give you praise, give you glory and honor even now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. God bless you on this morning. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I'm truly grateful for you. Amen. Um, join me here next week. 
Testimonial Tuesday by way of the New Beginning Podcast. Don't forget, share this video, like it, go to their YouTube, subscribe, follow. Um, thank you for all the supporters. Amen. I don't claim to have a million followers, but those that do follow me, those do support me. I am grateful. Amen. I'm grateful for every message I see for those that try to connect with me because of what they see and they thank God for the ministry. I, I appreciate it. I thank God for you. It's all to God be the glory. Jermaine wants to take no credit for this to God be the glory for, for me. I just I'm just a humble vessel. I want to be used by God that others might be saved, that others might be healed, that others might be delivered, amen, by the power of God. So I give God praise for each and every one of you. I love you with the love of Christ. And now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be the glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and ever. Amen. Love you all. May you have an exceptional day. And join me here next week on Testimonial Tuesday by way of the New Beginnings Podcast with Jay Jackson. Until next time.